guys, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to Bonita on Demand. I'm your host, Bonita. Guys, it has been a while. It has been, um, I think, almost a year since my last podcast. Things totally got off track. If you don't know, um, I started a new business, and of course, I will link it down in the show notes. But I'm a licensed tattoo cosmetic tattoo artist. Um, I do micro shading, micro blading, um, and that business has really taken up a lot of time. I'm also, I, I guess they would call a, a micro influencer over on YouTube um, and Instagram. My goal is, one of my goals that I'm doing is transitioning, obviously, to full-time business and then social media as my part-time hobby. And unfortunately, the podcast, which I love so much, has fallen by the wayside, but we're going to do our best to kind of revamp, rebrand, and come back. We have tons of past episodes. If you haven't heard them or listened to them, they're here on Spotify, um, on Apple Podcasts, um, Stitcher, all the platforms by which you receive your podcast mediums we should be there. Just go in and search Bonita On Demand or The Bod Pod for short and it does come up. So today we're going to put our second installment down for spiritual growth. And just be patient with me. Again, it's been almost a year and I love the podcast because the podcast is the most unscripted form of social media I have. You know, I try to be real. i on all of my platforms, but you know, you have to edit this, you have to airbrush that, you have to put a filter on this. But the podcast, I'm just really raw, if you will. There's little to no editing here on the podcast. We talk about family, marriage, life, um, relationships, we talk about God. And I really wanted it to be raw because this is an intimate setting where. If people are looking for something, I want them to be able to search the catalog and really find what they're looking for here. Today we have another installment for spiritual growth. And today we're going to talk about what happens when you don't feel God. Last installment we did was on prayer. And again, today we're going to just chat briefly about, you know, what happens when we don't feel God, you know, we're supposed to, God is God, right? And we always believe that we're supposed to feel him. It's always going to be some big emotional production as it relates to our relationship with God. But sometimes it's not that way. As I was doing the research and kind of jotting down, um, you know, show notes, things to talk about for this um, show, this installment, something I wrote down, it says, what takes place in our lives? What causes us not to be able to quote unquote, feel God. And right off the top, a lot of the times we can't feel God because we are expecting something from God that he doesn't want us to have, right? Oftentimes we go to God out of his will, out of his order, and we want God to do things for us that, or give us things that he really has no intention for us to have. And when that happens, God tends to go dark. He loves us so much that he will tell us no. 
just like it is, I'm a parent, right? So just like it is with my children, I do not give them everything or any and everything that they ask for. I make sure that their needs are met and most of their wants. But a lot of times there are things that they want, that they claim as a need, which we know it is not, but they want and they want me to do that I absolutely will not do because as a parent, we oftentimes we see beyond what our children can see and we know what's good for them. So it is with God, with us. He knows what's good for us. He knows what's best for us. So he will go dark. That's what I call, he won't, he won't allow us to feel him. He won't allow us to kind of know that he's there sometimes because we are asking things and we are going to him amiss. We are not in his will. And when we are not in right fellowship with God, it's hard to feel him. It's hard to hear from him. He won't reveal himself to us because we're not in the right position to receive. Another thing I jotted down, it says that God is not moved by our feelings. We often want God to move based on how we feel. If we're sad, we want God to make us happy. If we are mad at someone, we want God to punish that person for us. If we're happy, we want God to just rain down enormous blessings to probably make us even happier. Can you imagine if God operated like that? We have to know that God is not a genie in a bottle. We can't rub the bottle and God pops out and he gives us three wishes and he does exactly what we want him to do in good times and in bad with no questions asked. That's just not who God is. And I'm thankful that's not who God is. Can you imagine if God would punish people based on our recommendations, based on the fact that I'm mad at you, God will punish you based on that alone? What if I was in my feelings? What if I was wrong? What if I'm mad at you for no reason, but I asked God to punish you and he did? You know, how horrible that would be. So I am so thankful that is not how God works. We as people, and especially Christians, we are so emotional. I'm black, as you know. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast um, and you know anything about me, you see that I am African-American. And especially in the African-American church, we base a lot of our relationship with God on our emotions. The church is so emotional. You know, there's a lot of singing, there's a lot of praise, there's a lot of worship, there's a lot of, you know, there's there's emotional sometimes God makes us cry in church, there's a lot of dancing, there's a lot of high emotions in the church, in the physical church. When you go to church, any African American church on a Sunday morning, you expect to feel good when you leave. There's nothing wrong with that. There's really nothing wrong. We know that God loves us, right? And knowing that someone loves you should evoke a feeling of goodness, right? It should make you feel good that someone loves you. But we can't base our whole relationship, our whole knowledge of God by what we feel. God is so much more than that. And it's dangerous for us 
to try to place God in that box that he can only operate or we can only feel God. We can only know God based on our emotions because emotions are fickle. One day we're happy. One day we're sad. One day we're up. One day we're down. And can you imagine how the world would be worse than what it is if God was like that? If God moved based on our emotions, it's really dangerous for us to even try to think that that's how God operates. Because again, what you're really saying is that, you know, God is not God. God is not the the all-powerful, all-seeing God, if we expect him to operate based on our emotions. We have to learn and base our relationship with God on the fact that he loves us. And that's it. We have to learn and base our relationship on the fact that God loves us. In spite of our mess-ups, in spite of our hang-ups, he loves us. The more we build an intimate relationship with him and truly know who he is, the fact of feeling him is a non-issue. Let me say that again. The more we build our relationship with God and really get to know who he is, the fact of quote unquote feeling him is a non-issue. Because despite of the fact that you don't feel God, he is always there and you will know that he, uh, he's always there. I look at it like, like a marriage in a, in a, in a marriage relationship. My husband and I have been married. It'll be 23 years coming up this year in June, next month. And at the beginning of the month of May, we had a huge argument, an argument like that we haven't had in a very, very long time. And that argument, like I said, was a big one. It it was big. He had his points. I had my points. And we really went at it. It it took us about three weeks based on that huge argument to, to kind of find our way back. But during that time, and I know I can speak for him, during that time, neither one of us ever questioned the fact if we loved each other, I know that he loves me and he knows that I love him. And during the argument, I never once said, well, do you love me? That wasn't the issue. The issue that it was not an issue that if he loved me, the issue was that I wasn't feeling loved, right? I wasn't feeling loved. I had an issue with the act, the thing that was done or said, that's what I had an issue with. And because of that, I wasn't feeling love, but I still knew that he loved me. You see what I'm saying? So that's where we need to be with God. Sometimes life throws us in some horrible situations. Over on Instagram, I ask you guys every week, I definitely try to make it at the top of the week, I put a little um, box in the uh, the story reel and I ask, how can I pray for you this week? Some weeks people don't say anything. Some weeks I get a lot. I get a lot. Some weeks I get one or two. But 
during those times, I see that a lot of us are going through a lot of things. A lot, some things are worse than others. And one thing that I shared is that no matter what, you've got to know that you know that you know that God is there. And he never leaves us. And it's easier said than done. But you have to know that God is there. He never questions God's availability based on our feelings. You never can because we're human. We're not 100% spiritual yet. So we are in a flesh outfit. We're living in the flesh and we get offended. We get hurt. We, we, we get sick. Um, you know, we do well. We have ups. We have downs. And our emotions sometimes are imbalanced and all over the place. And with that being said, the only constant thing that has to be in our life that we know for sure it has to be God. God never changes. He's always moving, but he never changes. And you can bank on that. Like my grandmother used to say, you can bank on the fact that God is who he is. We have to know that God is God. We have to trust that he loves us enough to show up on our behalf. And again, especially in those tough times, we have to know that God is there. So you may say, okay, Benita, well, all that is great. You know, I'm, I, but I'm currently right here and right now going through something that is not good. I am going through something traumatic. I am going through something hurtful. I am going through something that's sorrowful. I am going through something that I don't understand. And I don't quote unquote feel God. Taking the emotions out of it, I absolutely don't know or don't feel that he's there. How do I know? Well, the first thing that I would say is you need to pray. You have to pray. In our last episode, we talked about what is prayer. And if you have to pray, prayer is our communication with God. Prayer is the bridge. I like to call it a bridge between our spiritual life here on earth and with God who is obviously in heaven. Through the Holy Spirit, there is a bridge of prayer that we can connect with God. So you have to pray and it doesn't have to be a whole big shebang, an episode, a whole big production. It could be God help me. And if you humble yourself enough and get yourself in a good position and get real with yourself, God will get real with you. You can just say, God help me. And I, and I promise you he will. He will help you in the form of me asking how I can pray for you. He will help you in the form of you finding this podcast to give you real life tools to use. He will help you in the form of another person that you that you may know or not know who will come to you and come to your aid and come to your rescue. You have to be real enough and willing enough to get down on your knees either physically or spiritually and pray, and God will help you. Another thing you need to know is just be bold enough to know that 
sometimes we do things to hinder our relationship with God. And when we do things to hinder that relationship with God, you're not going to feel God. You're not going to feel him. I'm not saying that this is the case all the time, but sometimes we do do things. We're out of God's will. God told us to go left. We went right. So if you went right by yourself and when God clearly told you not to go right, you're not going to feel him because you left him at left. God is back at left, but you went right. So you're not going to feel him because he's not there. But the beauty, the fact, the love of God covers us. And if we would get real with ourselves enough to say, okay, God, you win. I went right and clearly you told me to go left. And I've been going right for the past 12, 13 years. And there is no end in sight. There is no peace in this, on this journey. I need you, Lord, to help me. I repent. I know I was wrong. Please forgive me for going right. Now, God, please help me. So it doesn't matter where we are in life, whether we are doing something wrong or doing something right. God is there. And the final thing, I'm going to go ahead and leave you guys with a scripture. It is Romans 8. It's really verse 28 that I want you to get, but we're going to start at verse 26. So Romans chapter 8, that is in the New Testament in your Bible. We're going to start at verse 26. Um, this is in the NIV, the New International Version. And it says, in the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the spirit because the spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. Verse 28, this is, I want you, this is what I want you to get. And we know, right? So you got to know. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So verse 28 says, and we know. It's not saying that you might know. That is a bold confirmation statement. And we know that in all things. So regardless, if I feel God or not, regardless if I'm having an emotional day or not, regardless if I'm happy, if I'm sad, I'm turned upside down, I'm blue, I'm green, I'm whatever. In all things, God works for the good of those who love him. So not only do you need to know that God loves you, you need to love God back. That's the only way that you're going to get the full promises of God. And loving God back doesn't mean you're going to do everything right every day, all day long. Loving God back means that you know that you are nothing but a filthy rag. But through the blood of Jesus, God has saved you. And now when we mess up, we can repent 
and be back into right fellowship with God. So that's what consists of our love for God is. Not only do we know that he loves us, we've got to love God back. And so it says, who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And once we, you know, fit all of the pieces in the puzzle, then we can now see what our purpose is. And again, it's not going to matter to us if we act, if we actually feel God or not. It's not going to matter because we're going to know in our mind that he's there. And once you get to that point that you know that God is there with you, he's going to show himself to you. You don't have to worry about feeling him because you're going to feel it. You don't have to worry about knowing he's there because you're going to know he's there. You know, it's like a shift. It's going to start to be a shift of how you do things. It all goes back to our personal and our intimate relationship with God. All right, my loves, I hope that this was a blessing to you. It was a blessing for me to share. But let me just pray for you before we go. And then um, we'll leave all the information. I'll leave more scriptures in the show notes. If you ever want me to pray for you, you can email us. It's going to be in the show notes. Follow me over on Instagram. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you, Lord, for bringing us back full circle to the podcast to speak to your people. Now, God, I ask that you would just be with us, God. Help us to know that you are always with us. No matter what we feel, no matter what we do, you are always there with us. God, we plead the blood of Jesus over our lives, that Jesus will be real to us each day. God, we thank you and we praise you for what you have done, for what you will do, and what you plan for our lives. Lord, we love you. We magnify your name. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, my loves, I pray blessings over you and your family. I pray that you are happy, healthy, wealthy, and well. Until we meet again, bye.